welcome home, family. This is Living Free, Being Me. My name is Marissa, and I'm here to guide you into living a life where you feel completely safe as you embrace, embody, and express your full, authentic self. And here, this is where we dive deep into the realness of life. All right, everyone, it is the week that I have been leading you up to, and I'm so excited because as this is my first podcast in 2023, I am doing a co-podcast with one of my favorite people ever, to be honest with you. She has made a very large impact in my life, and I am so honored to have her on. I have someone who shares the same name as me, which is kind of crazy because I don't know a lot of Marissa's in my life. And so I have Marissa Campos on, and she is such an amazing soul. So welcome, Marissa. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I got really teary listening to that. Aww. (laughs) I feel honored to be your favorite person or one of your favorite people. That's a huge, like, um, standard to live up to. Oh, I can fill it. No, you just being you fills it, to be honest. And that's what I've always loved about you is that you've always really kept it real, even when we were working together a few years ago, right? And you just kind of held me to some things. And sometimes I go back through some of the notes that I have when we were working together. And I'm just like, I can't believe that, you know, I just didn't listen to her and all these things back then, because, you know, now there are realizations that come to me. So yes, you are one of my favorite people. And there's no standard. It's just you. Thank you. Um, On that note, I like this lessons I feel like come up a lot in life and even though like we learn something and we get something every time that we like evolve in life like every new stage and new level that we're at I feel like we come back to an old lesson and we're like relearning it from that new perspective so like I 100% resonate with that like I'm like oh I knew this but now I know it like on a bigger scale and I don't think that thing is going to ever end. I think we're going to continuously keep like relearning similar, the same lesson where you're like, oh, I'm supposed to just let it go. Why does it make so much more sense now? You know, like it's even though it's like simple lessons, like simple life understandings, like I feel like we're constantly going to be understanding it on a deeper and deeper level. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree with that more. So you have to introduce yourself to everyone listening in. So, I mean, come on, tell us, who are you? Where are you from? What have you been up to? Um, I'm Marissa, <laughs> Marissa C, Marissa Gumpolis, and I am based in Chicago. Um, I grew up in Chicago and a little bit like, I, I don't know like how to really tell the story. And I think it's because I used to have a story that I would tell about myself and it'd be like this was it and I think I became too identified with that story like I think it became an identity to me and then that story came crumbling down and now it's like who am I what am I and I know who I am like deep down but I don't really have like an identity and I think like sometimes I struggle with that like yeah because I feel like we're so used to expecting or we're so used to other people expecting like what's your label like what's your you know thing right Um, so I guess a mini version of my story is that um I feel like I a a few years ago now this was maybe it was a while ago this was like maybe seven six years ago um I kind of like similar story to you um realize I was just like on this hamster wheel wheel going over and over again I was like everything's the same even if I get a new job it's the same like it's a constant cycle and I don't want to be living life for this like constant like repetition and I hate like this going to work every day doing the same exact thing like what is the purpose what is the point of this and so I quit my job quite a few different times and was like I'm gonna try this I'm gonna try that I'm 
I'm going to try all this, all these different things. And um, I can go into the many details of each time that I quit my job, but you know, that would like take forever. <laughs> there was one time though that I did quit my job and I decided like, fuck it. I don't have a plan. I'm just going to move to Bali. I'm going to start a podcast. Um, no, I have no money saved up. I'm just going to figure it out along the way. But like, I need this because it's constantly been this like pressure on myself to find myself. And I feel like I don't have the space to do that. Like, I feel like it's constantly something is like ticking and I don't have the space to do that. So I just did it. Um, I'm not going to lie. It was like really hard. I, I like look back now and I'm like, wow, that was like very anxiety inducing. <laughs> I, I cried for like a week. I had so much anxiety on that like 17 hour plane, right? I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, why did I do this? And it seems so like badass at the time, but I was like freaking out, like high key freaking out. Um, and so I moved to Bali. I lived there for a little under a year and Eventually, I did run out of money, and I was like, okay, what the hell am I going to do with my life? And I was really passionate about, like, self-discovery and finding myself, and I got really hyped up anytime that it came to talking about, like, doing what you wanted to do. Like, I'd be like, fuck the system, fuck this, fuck that, like, you got to do whatever you want to do, and I got, I became so passionate about it because I was like, that was something that struck, like, strong to me, like, I was constantly told you can't do this. You have to, you have to follow this path. You have to have a job. You have to get married. You have to do all these things. And I was sick and tired of people telling me things I have to do. So I, I guess I like grew fond of like telling a different story of like, why not just be free? Why not just do all these things? And I kind of fell into a few different like career paths at, at, because of that. So I started doing, um, readings like intuitive readings because at that time I think the only thing I could rely on was myself I was like if I was going to start listening start blocking everyone else off and start listening to just me then I really need to trust what I'm saying so I started practicing like my intuition and practicing those like that voice like getting encouraging that voice to be stronger makes something if I'm going to trust you I need to know exactly what you're saying is coming from you and not from like Living beliefs are from fear. Um, and so I started doing intuitive readings because people were saying that I was good. And I was like, am I? Okay. Um, and I just <laughs> fell into that. And then that evolved into starting a course. So I did come back home um, right before the pandemic. I came back home. So I got lucky because um, I didn't get trapped in Bali, which honestly would have been fun. But I, I really missed my boyfriend at the time and my dog um <laughs> but yeah also backstory I did leave my boyfriend and I was like okay bye and he was like really really supportive see you later <laughs> I don't know any guy and maybe that's a good thing that like I don't know any other guy who would do this because then maybe I'd be with them instead <laughs> but like I don't know any guy who would be like okay you're leaving our apartment and like I'm gonna pay all the rent and then you're going to go and find yourself and you don't know when you're going to be back and you don't know like what you're doing and you don't like have any money or plan or anything and who would be okay with that and be supportive along the way. And even like times when I was like freaking out, he'd be like, no, you did this for a reason. Like you got this blah, blah, blah. And was like really supportive. So anyways, I love him. <laughs> I came back. Um, and then I fell into coaching. Like I started a course that, uh, Marissa signed up for and that was like amazing like that entire experience was so amazing um coaching people and just like sharing like all the stuff that I had learned about life and different things and then I was like you know what I really like this I really like talking about this so let me just be a coach um and I was really passionate about that for some time and then somewhere along the way, and I don't fully, I don't know if I fully understand, but somewhere along the way, I think that this person became my identity again. And I feel like a recurring theme in my life is that I will break this identity that I'm tired of being, like whether it's the perfect girl, the perfect daughter, perfect little girl, 
um, that I created this like mask that I like let people respond to at work. And I'm like, oh, that's me. I can't be anyone else. I have to be this. And then I break it and I start somewhere new and I'm like exploring and I create another identity and like live by it. And somewhere along the way, like I created this identity of like spiritual Marissa, Marissa Moon. Um, that was my name. <laughs> and I was really hard on myself because I was a coach. So I would tell myself like, if you're feeling this, like you need to set yourself as an example for all your clients and you need to like figure your shit out right now. You, you need to like practice what you preach. So you like need to figure it out because then you're teaching this to other people. So I was really, really hard on myself and I would, you know, try different like techniques on myself because I wanted to like test them out on me and then teach them. But I realized that I didn't let myself like feel my emotions. Um, and I would just try and shift out of an emotion really quickly and try and get to a better feeling place so that I could like get somewhere, I don't know, better, I guess. So I can like practice what I preached. And I realized like with that, I, um, I don't know what the exact word is like ignored like toxic positivity. Like I completely ignored my, all my feelings. Um, and I just became this identity. Like I'm spiritual Marissa. Like I can't do anything that's fun or play or whatever, because I have to be this persona. Like I started going to friends and I was like their coach and I hated it, but I like kept living up to this mask, this identity that I be became. And there was a point I was just like, I don't want to be this person. Like, I just want to have a friend. Like, I just want to talk to someone. Like, I don't want to be taking myself so seriously. Like, I just want to be me. And somewhere along that way, like, I hit depression. And I think there was a lot of reasons that came to that, to the reason of why I hit depression. One was I was very malnourished. Um, I physically, like, at that point could not get myself to feel better. Like everything that I had taught about, like choose a more positive feeling thought, do one thing. Like I physically could not do it because my brain did not have enough nutrients to send like dopamine to me. So I just like was a zombie and depressed. And I didn't realize it until I was away, like on vacation with my uh, siblings. And I had this pounding headache and my body like had no energy and like the entire trip that we we're supposed to go do things like I just laid on the couch and I was like I don't know what's wrong with me like my head just hurts and all this stuff and my brother's like do you want me to pick you up some like vegan food or something or blah blah and I was like you know what sounds really good right now chicken noodle soup like I don't know why like that sounds so good right now and so he got some chicken noodle soup for me and I it was the first time that I had eaten meat in like I don't know six years but it, like I felt better like I started to feel myself feel better and so I was just like okay I'm just gonna keep eating chicken noodle soup and like see what happens and I started searching like the symptoms and more and more I like realized like that I was malnourished and I was probably anemic um and so I went through this like long lull of like not even having any energy to move or to get out of bed. Um, not being able to think like anything like remotely positive. I had like the worst like uh, anxiety attack where I just thought like, is death better than this? And I remember I had like this thing, terrible anxiety attack and I just didn't like see any purpose in life. And I don't think that I physically could and at that point, I was like, how can I be a coach to other people when I can't even do this for myself? Um, so I stopped coaching, obviously, <laughs> for obvious reasons. But I also, I think, like, looking back at it, um, I just fell into coaching kind of like I just fell into the other things. Like, it wasn't something that, like, I chose out of, like, 
my soul is like passionate about this. My soul wants to do this. And I think it was like my mind, like, well, you need money and you quit your job and you're in Bali. So (laughs) what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I could do this because it's working out pretty good for me. So why not do this? And I just fell into that. Um, So long story short of like who I am is I'm Marissa. I'm a dreamer. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a lover. I'm a best friend. Um, And I think most importantly, I already said this one already, but I'm a dreamer. Like no matter how many times someone tells me it's not possible or no matter how many times I fall, I still like eventually will come back to like, ooh, but what if I did this? Or what about this? Or And that dream may change and evolve and be like something completely different. Like I might change my mind, but like I get inspired by dreaming and by the thought of it. And I get inspired by hearing people's dreams. And I love hyping them up when it comes to their dreams because I was told so many times that it's not possible. And so I love telling people like it is possible. Like it it really is. Um, so yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. I love that so much. And you're such a good hype woman. You've always been such a good hype woman. Um, you know, I have to go back to a couple things that you brought up. So you brought up that course that you had, and that's where I found you was raise your vibration. And I know that you've talked about like how you fell into coaching and that that was just something that was like a chapter in your life, right? It wasn't where you wanted to really end up, but you know, things happen for reasons and for in seasons. Like, I really believe that like friendships and like relationships, whether that be like to your job or to other people or to like physical things. Right. So for me, I'm so thankful that you were in that chapter of your life and I was able to find you because you spoke so much about energy and about the limiting beliefs and open doors to things that I had no idea even existed and allowed me to like go chase rabbits down rabbit holes and learn so much and be able to like have like foundational tools that you introduced me to and that you helped like really show like we would get on calls and you'd be like all right we'll take this one limiting belief and we're going to work on it until you feel better and it for me showed me that it's not easy right and it's really like sometimes no one wants to sit down and do the journal shit because that's just not where you're at mentally but at the end of the day what it always has given me is that when you have an awareness of something then you know it's at least a choice And you can choose to still stay where you're at, not feeling good, because that's where you need to honor yourself to be able to get through what it is that you need to get through in this moment or this season that you're going through. But like knowing at the end of the day that it's always a choice has always just helped empower me through so many things. Right. And like I ended up quitting my corporate job. I was still working there when I was with you, like when we met through Raise Your Vibrations. So there's so much of that. And I just, I had to say some of that to you because you, I feel like you kind of like went over it kind of quick, but I know that the people that were involved in that, like we're all still in touch, like in our own unique ways, like Jessica and Lindsay and you know what I mean? And like, even Peter, I talk to you every now and then and like check in on him and his girlfriend and how her business is doing. So like you were able to like allow us ways to learn things and to form connections. And so that's so powerful. And I know that it was only a chapter, but like, you're such a hype woman. Cause think about all those connections that you've made for other people. You know what I mean? So I had to thank you and like, take a minute thank here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's like nothing you have to say back. I just really wanted to say that to you. And I don't think I've been able to have a moment to say that to you. So that's so sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. I did have, um, conversation randomly with someone I met yesterday and he said these words I'm gonna butcher it probably he said (laughs) these words that like I feel like I don't know hit me a different way but he said something along the lines of like what you're trying to offer now is like information of where you're at and it's like trying to pull people from up up here and bring and bring bring them he's like but they're not there like 
your past information that you offered people what is helpful for where they're at right now and you're bringing them up so like don't talk down about that information or about that like area of your time of your life or time of your experience because it's still helping people get to where they're at right i think like i downplay that sometimes um and i I think it, it probably has to do with like um well i was depressed and i'm slowly like my confidence like shot like i stopped believing anything that i had to say yeah um and so i'm slowly bringing myself back from that of like hey like you know you're awesome right <laughs> like constant like hyping myself up because of like where i was at but i think that that's like true at the same time that like where you were at at one point whatever message you were sharing or whatever things you were talking about like it had an impact to someone and just because that didn't go anywhere or anywhere quoting <laughs> um, just because it it may have gone a little bit off course um and is it really off course i don't know sorry my mind is everywhere <laughs> um but just because it went somewhere that you didn't expect doesn't mean that it wasn't a good thing like, and it was it was a good thing and i i am working on being better at like not putting myself down um because that became a habit from the depression that I had and it's like kind of starting all over again and like yeah Yeah. I guess kind of starting all over again but not really because I know all these things so it is a little bit easier but it's like from a new level of perspective from a new like okay we don't have to force it this time let's just allow ourselves to feel this and then let's go from here yeah I think a lot of us suffer from imposter syndrome like a lot you know I think that there's a lot of times in my life where like I'll be having like a shit morning and wake up in like the worst mood and not want to do anything that I have planned for that day especially show up on social media with a smile on my face right and so there was a long time where I would just like ghost and just like not even just ghost social media but like ghost my friends or ghost my family because like I felt like if I couldn't show up as what I was saying I should show up as then like then I was just a fraud and no one was going to believe that I was authentic at all you know and so now like I show up on social media on days where I don't feel good in different ways like I might not show my face because I don't want to show my face but I don't do that for other people. I do that as a commitment for myself, like show up for yourself regardless of what it looks like. And like social media is kind of like my accountability partner. So it's not like I care how many people even look at it. Like if I get like five views on the story, it doesn't matter to me. If I get one like on the post, it doesn't matter to me because like for me, it's helping me be accountable to showing up and when I do that show up, then I'm continuing to do things that help me kind of pull myself out of feeling like I'm not having a good day or having a good morning. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but I definitely think so many people suffer with it. And some days it's not like you can even get out of it that day. And I know that that's how you can go down these holes and get stuck in seasons of depression and seasons of just feeling like, life is just not fun, not good. I don't want to be here. There's a lot of that that happens all the time. And a lot of people don't share it. And so I really honor you for sharing that because people don't talk about that kind of stuff. And I think everyone's just always seeing the beautiful story that people like to portray to everybody else and not really what happens. So if I can ask you how... Like, do you know what it was that kind of just said, like, I don't want to be stuck here anymore? Was it when you had the chicken noodle soup? Is that really what it was for you? Or, I mean, because that's cool as shit because food's such a, it's the fuel, right? That goes into us and feeling good is such an important thing. And your body's going to tell you when something's good for you. And your body immediately told you that that soup was good for you and what it needed. You know what I mean? So was it the soup or was it, something maybe after that or before that 
it was a long um a long like slow climb out of this hole so the chicken noodle soup was probably the first time that I realized that like I was fucked up <laughs> yeah um I was like not feeling good because I felt good and I'm like okay there's something like physically like something's not adding up and the google diagnosis like <laughs> in me was just like what's going on um but it was a long slow climb and I knew that like okay I have depression this is we're just gonna for now like let myself just feel all of this um and because I was a coach and because I was doing all self-help stuff like constantly self-help anything was triggering for me because yeah. I became this perfectionist of like I need to get better so I took like probably almost a year maybe not maybe like six months <laughs> it's a huge jump <laughs> off of like anything self-help I was like I'm not gonna do anything to try and get better because I tried so much to try and get out of it that eventually like the tower fell down like and I broke I like snapped because it was this constant like push of like you can't feel that way you can't be that way like you can't be you you can't do any of those things like you need to do xyz and if I did like in those small moments like feel better it would just like come back like me not feeling good would just come back because it wasn't like a real foundation of like feeling good it was like it was like a false fa facade yeah of like okay you feel good for this moment but it's just a distraction and you can distract yourself by like wow look at the trees and all this stuff but if you still don't feel good for like something inside of you just still doesn't feel good like that distraction can only last like so long until you like really go in and figure it out right. um so i just let myself feel and at the time I was living with my parents because I came back from Bali and I was in this like interlude. What's the correct word for that? Like, like just waiting, like I might travel, I might, you know, get it home. Like, I don't know what it is yet. And also it's a pandemic. So like, I don't know if I really want to live in the city of Chicago. Like, I don't know where I want to live. Like, I still want this like freedom. So like, this is a really good place to be. And then my parents um, sold our childhood home and then we moved. And moving is really, really stressful for people. Um, for like, for people who especially aren't really aware of their emotions or their stress or like anything. And that's my parents. Um, <laughs> I had done all this work internally and then my dad is very, very like high stressed. And um, I think I know like uh, you have an amazing dad, Marissa, but I think like uh, a lot of our generation's parents don't know how to healthily, health, health, healthily uh, function, <laughs> like understand their emotions and understand that they're not feeling good like they just like yeah. snap and like <laughs> and I think that's like normal like we see that like in the workplace and like everywhere like yeah. just their generation just has it was never about like let's figure out what's going on and so my parents were obviously stressed because of the move and I could just like see I could witness it and every day it was like like high alert like and I like to start my days like slow and soft and like okay let's start this on a good note but it was like immediately like that was shaken because it felt and not even energetically felt like physically there was like yelling like it was like there was high stress about the smallest silliest thing and I realized that that added up like it never went away like my yeah. nervous system was like be careful like you're living in danger and I didn't realize how much of a trigger it was until like everything came crumbling down and I was like in my room and I would hear my dad stomping like nearby and I would get immediately triggered just by the thought of him coming like near my room and I'm like this is bad like how am I even going to be able to like feel my feels feel like 
whatever I'm going through, if I can't even let this person like walk past. And so um, I moved in with my boyfriend in his, he had an apartment um, and it was really like sad and emotional because my mom, like we never had a really good relationship, but we became like best friends and she started really opening up to a lot of things that I was talking about, a lot of like my experiences. And we had like these deep conversations. Um, I watched Gilmore Girls, like it's my favorite show. Um, and we rewatched it together. And so we re rewatched the entire series and then the year in the life. And literally the last episode, we watched it. We watched like two episodes every night together, except weekends, um, because I would go visit my boyfriend. But that's besides the point literally like a few days after we watched the entire series i was like mom i think i have to move out and she was like crying and i was crying she's like i know this is better for you like i know that like you're growing and i know i can't like keep you here like also i'm like 30 years old right <laughs> she's like i know i can't keep you here but like i really like appreciated this time together and i was like me too because i was a middle child growing up and I never felt like I had that like close connection with my mom like oh she just texted me she's so cute yeah. um I I feel like the the two years that I lived at home when I came back from Bali it was like my childhood dream of finally getting that relationship and so it was really hard to like move out yeah and to not have like my best friend like she became my best friend um, but so I did it and a week later it was Christmas and she saw me and she was like crying. I was like, I've only been gone a week, but like, it was actually like, really <laughs> emotional. Um, but literally after that, I felt like at peace and it wasn't like completely at peace. Like I just felt like, okay, I can start to heal. Like I have the space to do that. Yeah. And my boyfriend is like the sweetest, gentle, like he's a cancer. So he's like, just so caring. And he never expected anything of me. Like, so I just jobless, nothing, like wasn't doing anything. And I was just like trying to figure out like my mental health and trying to do like little things. Um, I started like my own mood tracker on like a journal and I would track my mood and then I would write notes and I'd be like, why did I feel this way? Like, what was it? Like, what made, what, whatever, whatever. And then I like made a graph of like, okay, like, I tend to feel sad more at night and like, or in these moments. And I realized that like, I feel sad when I'm not productive or when someone is making me feel small, go figure. Mm. Um, but I needed that at the time. And I feel good when I'm hanging around people or when I'm like, whatever, whatever. So then I made a planner and I'm like, let me, start doing things that make me feel productive so i'd go and do like errands like i'm gonna go grocery shopping i'm gonna go do, do this and i did something every day that made me feel it was small but made me feel productive and that was like the first thing that like was self-help really that made me feel like i was doing something and it was very very helpful at the time um, but it was still like a long road till then um i realized that the one thing that really like I was really having fun and passionate about while I was a coach was any time that I was creating content. And so I'm like, this is fun for me. Like, I'm just going to play. I'm just going to explore what this is. And so I signed up for a content creating course. Um, and that was like really fun. It felt really exciting to be a part of a group, to be a part of something and to like be accountable for different things and to have a goal. And, um, it, it was funny because during the course they're like what's your niche what's this and I was like I don't want to be anything I just want to be me like I just I just want to vlog and be my life and just be me be my life because I'm always creating this identity and this mask around something and I become it like I just need this creative space to be my own space and so I just want to play and I just want to be creative and I don't want it to be like this goal and hard work I want it to be fun and um like you know we all have imposter syndrome like you said so it became <laughs> at times like 
this perfectionist thing where I'm like, okay, it has to be like this. It has to be like that. So it wasn't always like, it was still a struggle. Like doing that it wasn't like all of a sudden I just like, yay, this is it. Like I found right. myself again. It was still a struggle because I still kept putting these unrealistic standards for myself. And my coach was like, why? Like, why do you have to do this? Like, you don't have to like just start small and take a step. And then if that step doesn't feel good today, take a step back. Like, yeah just map out the steps and know where you're at and like just that's it and that like clicked for me I'm like wow okay and I still have to constantly remind myself like what step are you on right now like it's okay to take a step back just know like those steps are there and I think like it's because we always are like I have to take this huge leap and be right here you don't have to you can just make small steps and know one day you'll be there and the knowing of like one day I'll be there like brought me peace I'm like yeah. and it's okay to be here right now but one day I'll I'll be there and as long as I have a plan how to get there and I know how to get there then it's enough um so that course also helped because it gave me a purpose and I was still like pretty shitty to myself <laughs> um I was still like not nice to myself but it, I don't blame me because it was a lot slowly coming back to myself. I had to take it one step at a time. I had to first feel like a normal person every single day. Like every single day, it was like trying to get myself to like not feel sad, not have a panic attack. Um, and also like eat my supplements and eat healthy. Like, um, But when I got supplements, like I started feeling better, like physically, like felt better. Yeah. And there was this one specific moment. It was my birthday. And... I I don't know what it is about a Leo and their birthday, but they just like shine and like it was my birthday and I just felt so in love and so happy and every little moment of love that someone gave me, happy birthday, like Marissa, I love you so much, blah, 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 like you're amazing, all this stuff. In that day, I allowed myself to receive it and I'm like, it's my birthday, like thank you. And then I had this realization, like, why can't I be like this every other day? Like, why can't I allow myself to feel love every other day? If someone were to tell me this on a different day, I'd be like, oh, thanks, but no, like, I'm a really shitty person. And I would, like, I'd say thank you, but I wouldn't, like, fully receive it, you know? Yeah. But on my birthday, I'd be like, yes, like, thank you. Like, I do deserve this. Like, and that, I realized, like, the thoughts made me receive this because of the belief of, like, I deserve this on my birthday but every other day I don't deserve this like that makes no sense um so on my birthday I said like for my birthday like my intention is that I'm going to start loving myself like I'm going to love myself and I also had this moment like later that day where I was so happy and fine and then we went to the beach and I asked my boyfriend to take a photo of me and all the photos that he took, like, I just hated myself immediately. And it ruined, like, my day because I just started talking bad about myself. And so I made this, like, birthday pact. Like, I'm – I I said it to the universe. I'm going to start loving myself. Like, it's been enough. It's been, like, six, seven months, maybe more. And now is the time where I'm going to really start focusing on my self-love because it's been way too, way too much of me talking down to myself. And – literally like that week I had a birthday like outing planned with friends and they were friends that I felt like close to at the time and we had a birthday dinner and like there was different situations that like happened with the reservation and we ended up like having to cancel the reservation and then uh these friends just like canceled and they're like we're just not going to go. And I was like looking for like different places. Like, let's go here. Let's go here. Let's go here. And they're like, we're just not going to go. And then like the energy just felt really off. It felt like really, really weird. And I had a ton of anxiety of like, I need to make this better. I need to make them feel better. I need to do something like I need to fix this. And they just like dropped off the face of the planet. And I just started bawling and crying. I'm like, I just want to have a birthday dinner with friends. Like that's all I wanted. And the friends, like, 
never reached back out to me, like ghosted me, like for some reason or another. And I remember like coming home, like crying the next day because I stayed in the city for the weekend. And I was crying because I finally like broke. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? Like what happened? Like why, why don't they like me? Like what's wrong with me? Like what did I do? Like I didn't do anything. And I kept rereading the text and like going through all of it. And I was crying to my boyfriend, like, what did I do wrong? And he's like, you didn't do anything wrong. And then I asked him, like, can we please go get matcha? (laughs) And we went to get matcha. And then I had this like feeling like it doesn't matter how people feel about you. And it doesn't even matter how you feel about yourself because those do not change the fact that you're fucking amazing and in that moment it was like i had this like realization i'm just like fuck what people think about you and fuck how you think about you because it's not true like at the end of the day you're amazing and even if you don't feel it even if you even if other people don't feel it like you're still so fucking amazing and at that point like that was that wake up call that was just like I said for my birthday, I was going to love myself. And the universe gave me the perfect, like, example, the perfect, like, experience. And I started, like, getting serious. Like, I started getting back into my, like, self-help. Like, all right, let's do this. Let's do that. Like, I got so excited about it. It was, like, this snap that I needed. And it wasn't, like, all of a sudden, like, I snapped and 180. I'm, like, 100% me. It was still, like, a climb. (laughs) Like, Like it was constantly trying to like, no, I love you, blah, blah. You're amazing, blah, blah. But it started in that moment. It started with like, with those experiences of like, it's time to start loving yourself again because you've played this victim mindset for way too long. And it was, it's fine if if you wanted to feel this, like it's okay, you can feel your feels. But at this point, like you're just retelling the same story over and over again. And it's not true. Like, it's just, it's not true. And um, yeah, I feel like that was like the major moment where I started feeling like love for myself again and then shortly after I manifested my current job um which is working for an entrepreneur who owns her own social media agency and I got like at that point I was like okay I want a job I want to do something like I want to be creative and I want it to be fun and so I thought like content creating like social media like this is fun for me And I got this job working for an amazing entrepreneur. And it's fun because I love, you know, I love entrepreneurs. Like I love hyping people up and I get to hype someone up and I get to be creative and we get to have photo shoots and video shoots. And we like have a few different um, like clients in the city, like restaurants and stuff that we go and we do like little Parisian photo shoots for and like videos and we make content and we have like social media workshops and all this fun stuff. And I'm starting to like um, take on my own clients now, but it's fun because it's the first time that I have like a job that I get to be like creative and have fun. And there's no like goal, I guess, behind it. It's like, this is okay for now. We can do this for now. And, you know, whenever you want to like do what you want to do, whatever that is, you can do that too. But like right now, like this is fun and you're enjoying this and it doesn't have to be anything. Like you don't have to be a social media expert. You don't need to change your identity. Like you can just do this because you enjoy it and because you're good at it and because it's fun. Um, And I manifested that job immediately. Like I, I could say immediately, but it might've been like a month after, but it was like shortly after. And it was, it was funny because jobs weren't calling me back at all. Cause at that point I was like okay I need to work (laughs) um but it all like aligned like perfectly like it always does yeah that's the long-winded answer no I love your answers like you gave like so much and I like so many things at points I was just like oh I love that because sometimes you need to hear people say things in a different way even if it's things that you've already heard before and then it just like hits home for you in a certain way so no Thank you for sharing all of that, because I think it's really important that, and you said it yourself, like you had to choose to love yourself and like, it, it's a choice to do that. Right. And a lot of people don't realize that they're not choosing that a lot of the times. And then 
that is kind of like the easier route to live because you just don't even know that that's kind of where you're at. But when you know that you're not choosing yourself, it makes it that much harder to then choose yourself. And I actually had one of my friends over last night and we were, I was asking her questions and having her repeat things back to me. And she was saying, well, now that you've made me say that out loud, like that sounds really kind of silly. Right. And so I think being able to have those conversations with yourself are really important and realizing that when shitty things happen, sometimes it's the answer to what you've been asking for. Right. And I get just all too really what it's like to have people just walk out of your life and just ghost you and like not give you a legitimate reason and just like just nothing and just be like like when you were saying that I was like I know exactly what you're talking about like what the fuck did I do like we don't have to be cool anymore but can you just tell me so that at least I don't mess up in another friendship down the line with whatever this was but sometimes those situations are answers to things that you've been asking for and because those people just need to go I mean you were choosing to love yourself and they probably were not going to love the Marissa that chooses to love herself right because that's not who they became friends with so you know I think I realize going back to I'm like these people came into my life when I was my most depressed so they weren't supposed to be there and also I think about all the people that like just magically weren't not there when I was depressed because they energetically couldn't be there. Yeah. And then I start feeling myself and then all these amazing people that love me for me are like there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I see you. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> again. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that's so cool. So I know that we've been chatting and I've loved this conversation. So before we wrap up, because you've been to hell and back in the last few years. If you could give anybody advice on how to get back to choosing themselves, even when they're in that spot, what's that like, what's the one thing that you would tell them to do? And it doesn't have to be a perfect answer. It just has to be like a real answer because I felt so bad that like, I didn't even know if life was cool anymore, but I mean, you're at a point now and you just said it, that you've attracted back these people into your life because you are energetically now at a spot where like you love yourself, you're choosing yourself, you're, you're feeling good just to feel good. You're doing things just because you enjoy doing them and not because you have to be perfect at it, or it has to be this career for the rest of your life. Right. I mean, like that's huge. And like, you've done that for yourself. What's the one thing that you would tell someone else if they're in their similar shoes to where you've been? I would say it's okay to be exactly who you are right now. Like there's no rush to figure it out. There's no pressure to be something other than who you are right now. And the version of who you are right now, whether that's depressed, anxious, like whatever, that beautiful person is bringing you like so much knowledge and so much wisdom. And it's okay to be that person right now. Like society might not want you to be depressed or might not want you to you know but you owe no one anything except yourself so just allow yourself to be there and when you're ready you'll just naturally feel ready to take another step and then it's okay again to be at that step and just take it slow you don't need to rush out of it you don't need to be anything else but exactly who you are right now oh i love that that's so beautiful. That's so you too. Like, that's just like the answer you would give. I needed to tell myself that a lot. Yeah. Like, throughout it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. To be depressed and sad. You don't need to be anything else but this right now. Right. Yeah. No, I definitely do that. I mean, times now where I'm not cool and I wake up in a bad mood and I stay there. Right. And something else continues to trigger me and continue, continues to trigger me. And then I have to just tell myself, like, it's all right to be pissed off for a minute, like be pissed off, figure out a way to be pissed off, right? And deal with that instead of trying to pretend like you're not pissed off. Cause yeah. that's when, you know, starts shit starts to bubble over because you've pushed down too much and you can only hold so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the like that resistance of like trying not to be something that we're at it's what's keeping us at that state. And if we just allow ourselves to just be whatever it is and let it like flush out of us, or even if 
you don't want it to flush out, even if you just feel it and you just let that be you. Like it's more so the resisting of that feeling that's like causing us so much agony. And if we just let it just be like, let me just be this person for now, then it's not as painful and it just is. Yeah. You know that like you explaining that, it reminds me of that cork analogy you always used to use. Yeah. We talked back in the day, like the pressure of the cork, like you were explaining that and I'm seeing you cork and I'm like, yeah, I see it. All that pressure, you know, like holding yourself to a certain standard to be a certain way to just show up with the perfect face. Um, it's a lot of pressure and I'm just glad that you're, you're here and that we're having this chat today, honestly. Thank you. Yeah. Um, one last thing. Yeah, no, go. What's up? I remember I used to talk about I don't remember exactly what it is, but it was awareness, acceptance, and then shifting, right? Were, were those the three things? Yeah. I always used to teach like awareness, acceptance, and shifting. And the thing I realized that I like didn't fully do, and it was like what I was talking about all the time. I was aware I was feeling bad, but I didn't fully accept it. Yeah. And I think that's like key. It's like just accept what you're feeling it's okay to be there right and then naturally you want to shift you don't even have to do the work like half the time it just right. happens naturally because you're okay with whatever the result is right because you love yourself for who you are right now right yeah yeah and that love like opens you up because you're loved right oh I love that that's the perfect way to end this too so yay well, I hope everyone that has been listening in has enjoyed this beautiful conversation. Marissa has shared so much of her soul and her journey, and I'm so thankful that she joined us here today. So thank you again for being here. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will catch up next week. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. 